But it, it, it's not only, for example, wink, winking and gambling, but it's also winking and uh, buying a hamburger. Welcome to Porn and Coffee, the weekly adult industry podcast, bringing you the latest from the greatest in the adult entertainment industry. Naked and caffeinated and ready to go. Here are your hosts, Jay Copita and Thomas Scav-Helen. Hey everybody and welcome to Porn and Coffee. My name is Thomas, I'm from Bowtie Digital and with me all the way over in Austin, which is considered the live music capital in the world, is Jacob Hida from whynot.com. How do you like that, Jay? There's the new intros with like so much Texas fun facts. Oh, I know, because uh, at the end of the day, I'm about as Texan as one can get. No, not really. (laughs) So yeah, you know, it's funny that Austin, I don't know if it bills itself as the world's music capital or America's music capital, but uh, let's put it this way. It is one of those places that if you go out any random night of the week and stop at any random bar, chances are extremely likely that the band you see is going to be very good, if not excellent, which is nice. So, and when people uh, is asking, like, why do you put, like, Texas stuff in, in every intro now lately for the three last one? It's just because we're trying to get visittexas.com to be our sponsors. That is the only reason. <laughs> yeah. Only reason. Yeah, That's, that's right. Happen for sure. Yes. Yeah. Texas Chamber of Commerce wants to support porn and coffee. No conflict. <laughs> yeah. None. No conflicts at all. None whatsoever. We have, a, we have a new special episode with a special guest. We are visiting the Netherlands. And uh, who do we have on? We have Wouter from uh, Traffic Company. He's a very interesting guy. He's got a pretty long history in the industry. I think we're going to definitely get some education on media buying, as well as company culture and a lot of other aspects in his line in the business. Definitely a great guy to know. Very easy to work with. I've always enjoyed any kind of uh, correspondence with Wouter. So. And uh, Traffic Company is actually a company that I heard uh, they have a really good company culture there. Uh, I hear that from the people I work there and have been working with them before. So that's yeah. always cool. And it's also nominated for Businessman of the Year in the Why Not Awards. So definitely we should talk to him. Before we do that, we need to thank our sponsors. And uh, what about those sponsors? They sound like this. Adult Force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products. Adult Force is your destination to do big business with all of these brands, including Brazzers, Reality Kings, Mofos, Digital Playground, Pornhub Premium, Twisties, Babes, Wicked. Hub and more on pay sites. We also have Men, Sean Cody, Bromo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites and nutaku.net. N-U-T-A-K-U.net to promote the latest craze, adult video games. So you have a choice of flat rates, pay top CPM, PPS, rev share, PPL, and on it goes. Just go to adultforce.com today and check them out. All right, and everyone, we are back, and this time we have, and I need everybody to listen closely on the pronunciation of this uh, young man's name, Wouter, okay? I might have been off just a little bit, but it's not Wooter, Woter, Voter, Tim, Tam, Tom, none of that. It's Wouter, <laughs> and he is that sexy guy from Traffic Company, uh, and I got to credit Thomas for uh, bringing him in like that. Now, this is a guy who, uh, you know, he brings it all together. He manages affiliates, he manages traffic, and uh, you've seen him all the time. Ladies and gentlemen, Voucher from Traffic Company. Thank you so much, Jay, for this introduction. 
<laughs> I'm really uh, happy. Yeah, it's, it's only voice, so I'm kind of happy because my my head is uh, red like a tomato. Tomato. <laughs> well, you know, I aim to please, and you know what? You deserved uh, a very interesting and different uh, introduction. So we're glad to have you, and uh, let's kick this off. Yeah, you've been around this industry for a very long time, as far as I can remember. So uh, let's start with bringing you back all the way from the beginning. Where where did you start in uh, in this adult industry? Well, uh, to take things a little bit further back, I started actually in the mainstream side. I worked at an affiliate company uh, which is called Xanox. It's really mainstream, mainstream. That was the first time that I got in touch with affiliate marketing and affiliates and uh, media buys and stuff like that. Actually, I saw that a lot of affiliates uh, made uh, a lot of cash uh, with just doing the, all the media buy stuff and just pushing around the traffic from uh, yeah from advertiser to another. So yeah, then I was thinking, okay, maybe you know in the evening time. I can set some campaigns up myself. So I started actually with Google campaigns, eBay campaigns, and yeah, start buying traffic and yeah, send the traffic to certain advertisers. But that was pure on the mainstream side. So I was selling uh, television, uh, microwaves. Uh, on affiliate based? On affiliate based, yes. Even some clothes and stuff like that. And at some point, I, I saw what was happening on the market and especially in the mobile market. Yeah, then I jumped into the adult business. Yeah, first as, let's say, as an affiliate. And yeah, later on, I started with, with some partners, traffic company. Although it was way in the beginning, we started with another company from the Netherlands, a VPS Mobile. That was actually the first beginning. VPS Mobile, we started around 2012 or so. After a few years, we bought out the other company that was VPS Cash. Yeah, and then because the, the our name was VPS Mobile and the, the name of the other company was VPS Cash, they said, okay, we can uh, break up uh, with each other but we need to rename it actually. Then we turn it into Traffic Company. Choose the name Traffic Company because it was not only related to adult, but also for mainstream purposes. Yeah, we are still pretty flexible. So yeah, we can use the name uh, for adult business, but also for mainstream businesses. Smart. Yeah, hopefully. And also it's not 100% related to mobile. So yeah, we can go wherever we want to go. And yeah, what is the market demanding? That's yeah where we are and where we try to fit in. Yeah, that's more or less uh, how I got into the industry. And yeah, it, it still goes from one day goes is not the same as the other one. I'm not sure what we are doing next year, for example. <laughs> it's it's mobile, it's webcam, it's dating, it can be anything. It can be anything. But it's definitely something to do with traffic in a company for sure yeah and online of course but was this one of these cool meetings where you all are sitting around a table and it's like what are we going to call our new child and like it's definitely something with traffic and it's a company yeah exactly exactly yeah, actually the domain was taken already so we need to buy, uh, buy the domain okay but fortunately it was not that expensive but yeah we are now uh, yeah really happy about it and uh, in fact yeah it's it says it all what we do so yeah and one funny story uh, about one and a half year ago I received a message at LinkedIn from a guy who was selling traffic lights and if I was interested <laughs> in buying some traffic lights. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Why not? I, I'm dealing with traffic, right? So uh, yeah. all kinds of traffic. 
<laughs> now you have your office filled with traffic lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we, we just sell it. Should be able to do that for affiliate-based. Yeah, yeah. So tell us then, uh, what what is actually a traffic company? I mean, there is so many stuff going on now. And Yeah, what we do is actually we are a CPA network. So actually we deal with affiliates at the uh, one side and with advertisers on the other side. But our main USP is actually that we are advertiser ourselves as well. So we do have our own products. So we deal with uh, aggregators and in some countries with carriers directly. So we are not only the middleman, but we also have our own products. And for example, if we see in the network that, for example, uh, a country like uh, South Africa is going to the roof through the products of partners, yeah, then we are trying to create our own product in that country as well. Okay. And yeah, we yeah we can easily see what the market, what kind of directions is moving. So yeah, because we yeah, we have all offers and products integrated, and we have a whole alg- algorithm built. So yeah, let's say that our algorithm detects yeah the offer with the best conversion rate or the best ECPM. Yeah, we check okay how how is our own offer performing in that kind of geo. And if we see, for example, that a competitor offer is yeah, yeah, doing way better than our own offer yeah then we're gonna check okay uh, how does the pre-lender look like how does the actual offer look like what's the flow etc etc and with that information yeah we're gonna optimize our own products as well so yeah like i said our yeah main usp is actually that we do have our own products so a lot of partners where we work with they actually they want to work with the owner with the product owner so that's what we do and that's what we offer as well. Okay. Let me ask you this, Father. Are you um, are you mostly in adult or in mainstream? Uh, you know, I mean, you don't have to give us the exact breakdown, but, you know, as far as shows that you do and business that you do, what would you say mm-hmm. is the split? Well, actually, let's say we started really as an adult company. But, for example, there are certain geos where adult is not allowed. So we were kind of forced to go into the mainstream. At another point... What we do uh, with all our partners, we're just moving around traffic. And it's a kind of a shame if you only do this with adult. Mm. So, yeah, if you know, for example, uh, for a media buyer, you create a campaign, you know how to optimize and how to track everything. Yeah, then it's kind of a shame to do this only with adult traffic because the world is so much bigger than adult. So then we decided, okay, for all the countries where we have adult products, we also need to create mainstream products. Yeah, because then there's so much more potential. Yeah, t- yeah. Tell us a little bit about the struggles there that we have seen lately. I mean, for people that are working as media buyers and uh, also traffic companies. I mean, we have seen a lot of trouble uh, trouble lately, uh, especially now late two, two, three weeks ago, depending on when you are listening to this episode, Latin mm-hmm. America got mostly shut down for for adult stuff, right? Yes, yes. There's uh, a lot of issues in uh, Latin going on. It's a constant battle, I will believe. Like, you wake up one day, you're making 100k in uh, South Africa, and the next day, eh, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, well, everything is, of course, related, for example, uh, to the uh, correct marketing techniques. And Mm. let's start, for example, with banners. Uh, If you have really high aggressive banners, uh, super hardcore, then the CTR will increase usually. Mm. Uh, Yeah, and if it's really soft, then it's not that attractive to click on. So, and if you buy, for example, if you have a CPM deal where you buy, let's say, for a thousand views, yeah, then you want the best CTR possible. So, yeah, you try to be 
really aggressive with your banners. But yeah, in the end, uh, the carriers, they are not really, let's say, they don't want to associate with, let's say, hardcore content or hardcore banners or whatsoever. So yeah, they are not so happy with all the hardcore stuff. But it's kind of strange because in some countries they allow it, in the other countries they don't allow it. But yeah, there was also, I think, in Latin misleading stuff. Let's say, for example, this is for free, the content is for free, but in the end, yeah, the user need to pay for it. Let's say the complaint rates at the carrier side uh, went up a lot. Yeah, and that usually triggers the carrier to make new regulations. You guys are the product makers. The products that you have are not necessarily anything big wrong with. It's just like if you give it to an affiliate that wants to earn money and he thinks this is a get-rich-quick thing. Yep. Yep. It's just like pushing it as hard as possible and they are again trying to find out different ways of marketing it really heavy to get more income, right? And then you guys will be sitting there with a, a big fine in the end. Yes, but in, in the end, I would not say, you know, yes, we are the product owners and uh, we need to follow certain guidelines or regulations. But of course, we also want to have as much conversions as possible. So it's not the, the responsibility is not only the affiliate side, because yeah, there are a lot of product owners who are a little bit more flexible, for example, in nighttime or during the weekend. You look for the gray area and and let's say the boundaries. But yeah, I think uh, at this time in Latin, uh, let's say the hell broke loose. Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, it did. So everybody is now uh, scared. And But yeah, of course, the traffic is still there. You know, it's only, yeah, let's say the, the way of the marketing, that's, that, that is what changed. But of course, it, it, uh, it always comes in waves. It goes up and down. I expect actually that, let's say, in a few weeks, the, mar- the market will calm down a bit. And if the carriers see that the revenue also went down, they will be a little bit more flexible. And then in the end, it will be the same as it was. Well, good. <clears throat> Let me ask you uh, something, shifting gears here a little bit here. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, what's apparent from your Facebook page and uh, from talking people that work with you, uh, either as employees or directly, you guys have a great company culture over there. Like if I ever decide to sell my share in Why Not and go work for someone, you know, you would definitely be at the top of my list. What is, uh, what is it that you guys do? How important is it for you to create that kind of a workspace where people want to work for you and stay there? Oh, at first, thanks for the compliment on that. Yeah, we invest yeah. a lot uh, in our people. And it's, it's, it starts really with the beginning. When you have a job interview, I always say... You're, you're like a coach of a football team. You know, with, with 11 strikers, you never win any match because you also need a defender. So actually what you need to do at your job interview, you, you really need to check, okay, what kind of team do you have? And yeah, what kind of person do you look for? What do you need in a team? And yeah, if you have a team, let's say, with dif- different uh, specialties, from there you can build it up. And I think it's important if you, uh, you know, first of all, we only hire people with a certain education, with a certain background and with a certain spirit. And I think the spirit is something, yeah, you cannot learn at school. You need to have it yeah, by yourself. From there, yeah, then it's up to us. So what we usually do is the first uh, six or seven weeks, uh, if someone starts in our company, we just give them a lot of training. Uh, okay, how do you deal with uh, partners? Uh, what is, let's say, the tone of voice, how you speak with everybody, etc., etc. And from there, we slowly bring someone 
uh, into the market. And for us, the market is, let's say, our online space. Okay, what do you do? Who do you need to know? All the companies, uh, we explain what do they do? Uh, what is this company, etc., etc. But besides that, I think, you know, if you, if you have people that are really gifted or talented, the motivation mostly comes from the person itself. Although as a company, you also need to motivate people, you know, doing business trips in a super fantastic way. <laughs> um, we also, for example, last week, we went with all companies. We did some uh, water skiing. At least we tried to do that. <laughs> but we had a course, so that was super awesome. We have uh, in the office, for example, table tennis and table football. Yeah, we tried to, to, to have a, also a culture inside that it's fun to work with us. Besides doing business with your partners, it also needs to be fun. Of course, uh, you need to be a trusted partner and you need to deliver good products and a good quality, but it also needs to be fun. And yeah, that's what we're trying to do. And yeah, the exact ingredients of yeah, how to create a culture like that, yeah, it's always a little bit hard to say, but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, just create a culture where everybody feels happy yeah that's so important so important yeah, yeah because you know it's uh, if i see for example uh, the hours that everybody makes at the office it's insane uh, nine to ten hours is normal for everybody yeah and i think they, uh, they only do it you know if, if if they feel some kind of a loyalty to the company but also to the partners where they work with and that's sometimes a little bit a shame of the business where we work in it's 24 7 yeah it is it never sleep <laughs> no i think jay uh, jay just woke up and uh, for us it's almost uh, you know the, the day is almost finished yeah absolutely so you did constantly need to be online i mean it depends on your partner and stuff but uh, exactly exactly well, you know funny thing is is i try to work smart that's not to say that working long hours is not working smart because if you need to get stuff done or if you're dedicated you know then then that's what you got to do like yesterday mm -hmm. I worked from pretty much 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. with a little bit of breaks here and there. That's much longer than I'm normally comfortable with in working. But I put in time on Saturdays and Sundays as needed uh, in case, you know, there's customer support stuff or emails or whatever that need to be handled. But yeah, I mean, a typical day for me is, you know, I'll put in 9 to 10 hours on a regular day as well. Yeah, but if you enjoy it, if you do something, you know, what is giving you a good feeling and yeah, then it's not even, it doesn't even feel like working. And it doesn't matter if it's your own company or you're your employee. If you do yeah, what you like to do, yeah, then it's... I think that is the big difference. If it is your own company, I mean, then of course you will put in your hours, right? But if you are just working for somebody else's dream, let's say, then, mm -hmm. then it's a totally different thing. Like you cannot expect them to work 12 hours a day. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, in the end, it's, uh, it, it's also another job. Then, for example, if you work in a supermarket where you can close down the supermarket at six o'clock, you know, then you're free. The business where we are on is just a, a train that will never stop. Yeah, absolutely. You guys are based up in the north of the Netherlands, right? In mm -hmm. this uh, beautiful small town called, is it small? It is small. I walked through there for like 30 minutes and I think I saw <laughs> everything. In the in Leeuwarden. Leeuwarden. Leeuwarden, yes, that's great. That is hard. No, but we, we had a, was it 
when was it this year right early this uh, year we had a meeting up there uh, yeah what was it? it was like february or march or something like this yeah i believe so and uh, what surprised me is that uh, i was probably one of the few that traveled all the way to uh, amsterdam and hope to live and to enjoy this uh, party but it was also a bunch of media buyers up there and a bunch of people that was working in the industry yep what is the reason for this? Is there nothing else to do up there than to make successful businesses? Yeah, it seems so. <laughs> no, but yeah, we have, we have not that many distractions around. You know, after a while, yeah. you've seen all the cows and you've seen all the grass. And uh, so, yeah, <laughs> then you start up your internet and, okay, what's going on over there? Yeah, right. How far are you? How far are you from, like, the center, like, uh, from Amsterdam? Yeah, Central Station. How long does it take you to get over in that area? It's like uh, 90 minutes by car. 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah, probably for you it's not that huge of a distance. Yeah, no, that's not. No, that is for Jay to go to the store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. It takes me about 90 minutes from where I live north of Austin to get all the way down into downtown San Antonio, which is another major city over. But uh, mm. but no, let's get back to the, the craziness up there. Yeah. yeah, actually, why there are, let's say, so many media buyers or people who are online in our industry is because of, uh, you know, people see each other. So yeah. they, they ask, okay, uh, I see you have a uh, good business going on, you have a nice car or whatever. Uh, yeah. But you do exactly. Yeah, yeah uh, you know... Yeah. Online, internet, uh, you know, uh, some campaigns here and there, moving traffic around. And then people think, okay, uh, okay, I will try that myself. Uh, how does it work? And then, yeah, it comes more to mouth to mouth. And I think, yeah, there are now, let's say, about 10, 15, let's say, uh, really good players from our town. Yeah. Yeah, and they op operate also worldwide. So, course, yeah, I think. It, it really goes from mouth to mouth because it's pretty small. For example, if, you, if, if you're on Amsterdam, then you, you're more or less, it's more anonymous, so people don't talk to each other. And here, yeah, yeah for, you know, yeah. if you do something what is out of the ordinary, yeah, you get questions and people, yeah, yeah they want to copy that. Yeah, yeah, there's that too. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's, that's the reason, actually. No, I, I can totally understand yeah, that. There, there's nothing what we put in the water or something. <laughs> No, nothing in the canals. <laughs> no, nothing. No. <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> yes. Right. Then everybody will be doing it. No, I, yeah. I was last uh, when we went there, and it was so funny because I know some of these guys from before, but I didn't know they were all coming up there. You know, before we just say, oh, "I'm from the Netherlands," and then oh, okay, that's good, and then all of a sudden. They knew the restaurant owner because everybody went to the same school and everybody went to the yeah, same yeah, class. Yeah. And then it was like, what? This is crazy up here. Yeah, it's kind of crazy indeed because, yeah, it's, it's, it's a small world in a small world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and sometimes it's kind of funny because here, yeah, like you said, it's a small time, a uh, small town, but a lot of people I only see at the shows. So, for yeah. example, <laughs> we only see each other in Vegas or Bangkok or Prague or while we yeah. are here, only, let's say, uh, two miles from each other. Yeah, right. That is strange. Oh, stuff. I know how that goes. Yeah. I, uh, when I lived in L.A., so many people in the industry that I would see only when I traveled thousands of miles, even though they lived minutes away from me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. But it's not, uh, it's not that wrong. I mean, we have this saying that uh, many of the, the people that you are know in the industry, I mean, you see them more often than you see your own friends at some times, right? So it's, there is something there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. 
you know it's our business it's it, we all work with each other it's not like a, a salesman and a, a buy story no you no, know? no so yeah yeah you you're really partners with each other and yeah so i think uh, that's a good basis for a friendship as well so uh you, we have been talking a little bit about the struggles uh of things going up and down when you're doing the media buying but uh where do you see the future going I mean, will will there still be people doing this job, or will we end up all in programmatic and real time bidding and all of that fun jazz? Well, I think yeah, the the whole real time bidding stuff, uh, I that, that's really upcoming. But still, um, yeah, the whole media buy and let's say the the handling of traffic, yeah, that 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 will always be there. That will always be there. It's just like yeah, moving the parts. Everybody wants to buy traffic. Maybe not always for the same purpose. For example, we do is really our buys are really performance based driven. So we don't deal that much with branding campaigns. Maybe it will be you know changing a little bit in other directions. For example, if big brands will come over uh, like McDonald's or Coca-Cola or Pepsi or brands like that, then it can be another ball game actually. Yeah. Because yeah, they have huge budgets to spend, and I always say yeah, you know, people who watch porn, they always need, they also need to drink something. So yeah, yeah and I think in time, you know, all the adult, it will be more accepted, also in the mainstream area. Yeah. So it's just a matter of time when yeah, let's say the the big brand will also play ball in the adult industry. I mean, because they're doing a bunch of branding campaigns now. And then, uh, of course, if they want to go into performance as well, you know, giving away their gift cards and whatever, so that they at least have people walking into the stores. Yeah, but I mean, the companies like yours are, are the one that can do that. Yeah, but it's we, we already seen, let's say, the movement of some certain spots already. For example, if you check the big tube websites, you see now also a lot of uh, casino offers. Yeah. Five, six years ago, that was not at all. So it was only uh, adult-related dating or webcam or other video in niche products. And now you see uh, binary options is coming in, uh, casino, also some uh, uh, Nutra offers coming in. So the movement is already there. You just can find a connection, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, wanking and gambling is okay. So... Uh, yeah. Also so you do forex, and then you will need some supplements to do it more. So I mean, yeah, but it, it's it's not only, for example, wanking and gambling, but it's also wanking and uh, buying a hamburger. You know, yeah. it's it's you know people who watch porn, they are actually people, and they are. They, they also need an insurance, and they buy houses and telephones and whatever. So it's actually yeah. people. And I think in time, uh, more mainstream companies will realize that, of course, there's a shitload of traffic in the adult, but also it, it's an interesting market. And yeah. still the traffic is kind of cheaper than, let's say, the regular mainstream sources. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Let's shift gears a little bit here. You know, we've talked a lot about business. This has been a very educational episode thus far. Tell us some of the things you like to do when you're not running traffic company. Maybe some personal hobbies or maybe a few things about voucher that people don't know about in this industry yeah well uh what i do when i'm not doing traffic company is uh i try to play tennis once in a while mm. someone from the industry already tried to make a bet with me you know <laughs> yeah but uh, i need to i, ne I needed to cancel i need to uh, you know to improve my game a little bit 
but uh, yeah, playing tennis is what I do, and I I also have a have a dog. So once uh, once in a while, I go with my dog just you know for hours uh, we can walk. Mm. So that's just to you know to clear my mind a little bit. Sure. And of course, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of soccer. Mm. So uh, Ajax is my favorite uh, football club. Interesting that you call it soccer. I need to I need to because I cannot say I cannot say football around here. <laughs> If I said football, Jay was all, uh, also giving me some feedback, and I'm gonna say soccer. I also knew he was giving me feedback. So either way, I was kind of fucked. But you love watching it, Ajax, of course, not playing it. Well, I, I, I used to play when I was younger, but you know, at some point uh, you get older and uh, more injuries, and then you say, okay, I'm just gonna stick watching. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. right. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the Prague is coming up. Prague is uh, right around the corner, and yes. uh, of course, uh, as I see here from your list, because I was in voting for mostly myself, but I think <laughs> that you are nominated for three awards at the Wine at the Award, uh, but uh, of course the most important one, or maybe not the most important one, since you are a very humble person, but I see that you are go going for Businessman of the Year. What do you think about that? Yeah, of course, very pleased about that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but what else can I say? But um, yeah, the award, let's say it's a nice treat in the end. We don't really go for the award. Uh, of course, we, we, we want to win. But the most important thing is for us doing our business right. Be good for everybody. Treat everybody like you want to be treated yourself. We work uh, very, very, very hard. And uh, yeah, we don't have, let's say, a staff of uh, 150 people or, or something. So yeah, we need to work our butts off to be in the market. And yeah, and if you get uh, nominations in the end, then that is yeah, really awesome and super. Yeah, and we work, of course, very hard to, to win. And I think we deserve to win. I'm not sure if I can say that, but uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, we, we just uh, yeah, we work very hard and we are so pleased uh, yeah, with every nomination, not even the award, but already nomination is already a great, uh, great achievement for us. But yeah, if you are nominated, you want to win. And I think Thomas, you can understand that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the cool thing that you understand is that, you know, I mean, we limit to five nominees per category. So it isn't because you exist, you get to be nominated. I mean, it's, it's whittled down. Uh, so just being one of the finalists is definitely a thing. But obviously, you have to be present uh, as a nominee to win an award. So, you know, I do. I wish that's both it. you guys, both you guys are for nominations. Uh, best of luck on all that. Adult Force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products. Adult Force is your destination to do big business with all of these brands, including Brazzers, Reality Kings, Mofos, Digital Playground, Pornhub Premium, Twisties, Babes, Wicked, Fake Hub, and more on pay sites. We also have Men, Sean Cody, Bromo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites, and Nutaku.net, N-U-T-A-K-U.net to promote the latest craze, adult video games. So you have a choice of flat rates, pay top CPM, PPS, rev share, PPL, and on it goes. Just go to adultforce.com today and check them out. Let me ask you this. You've been around the industry long enough. You've seen changes over the years. Do you have any crazy or fun stories that you could share with us that uh, that really stick out in your mind? Yeah, I was thinking about this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have a few stories, but I'm not sure if, if I can share some uh, details about that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we, can bleep, we can bleep out names. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good one for sure. Yeah, let's say that uh, in every 
hotel where uh, shows are being held. We have all rooms usually in the show hotels. And there was one time I was going to my room. When I was walking to my room, there were two girls, let's say a little bit too attractive to just contact me uh, in a way that was not that appropriate, I would say. So I declined, let's say, their invitation to go to my room. Yeah, I did, I did. Uh, it was also because I, I don't know if it was really love or money or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I declined. The next day I uh, woke up and, uh, okay, I took a shower and everything all by myself. And I opened up my hotel room and then the room next to me, I saw those two girls again came out that room. So I know who was in that room. So this is time for the beep, I think. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm not, I, I, I'm not sure, let's say, yeah, what happened over there. I didn't hear anything, so the, it, the room was good isolated, but uh, yeah, probably they had some fun over there, but uh, yeah, I never paid for their breakfast at least. Absolutely. Now uh, we're going to wrap it up, but before that, things are never happening totally by ourselves. So there's always somebody that may be a helping hand or a good mentor on the way uh, to the top. So do you want to close it up with maybe a shout out or maybe you have anything there that um, you want to mention that helped you to where you are today? Yeah, actually there's uh, one person. No, there's not only one person. There are a lot of persons that helped me along the way because uh, yeah, when I started, I was, you know, with all the CPA stuff and affiliate marketing. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I knew how to do media buys and stuff, but how to manage a CPA network, that was kind of new for me. And yeah, there was one uh, guy in particular who was so helpful and still is actually and that's uh, let's say the dinosaur from our industry and that guy is Tommy Oliver yeah that guy that guy yeah so uh, I'm not sure if he actually know that I consider him as a mentor so maybe he thinks now it's a big compliment for him but yeah back in the days especially he really helped me a lot given all his you know knowledge always be helpful etc and be so patient always uh, but yeah till today yeah we 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 have some disagreements about uh, a certain point of views about how he f- which is normal which is normal but yeah he, he really helped me along and yeah he's a great guy and a great mentor for me back in the days and he really helped me let's say to become the guy who i am these days the only thing that you are missing is his lovely suits right yeah that is something that we still disagree on indeed <laughs> <laughs> No, but this one is uh, somebody that I really respect as well. And I think he was one of the very few when I came back into the industry that really welcomed me back in. So Yeah, to be honest, yeah, when I when I saw him for the first time, let's say in person, I, I, I never knew, let's say, this was the guy that, uh, that was helping me at the internet. But yeah, then you also yeah. see yeah, how other it can be. Let's say the, yeah. the appearance and let's say the knowledge. And actually, this is, this is a guy that if you actually just sit on a bench with him in uh, Ireland, he will be the one that will just like share and share and share. But you need to be the one that are smart enough to pick it up and understand exactly. what he's actually exactly. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so for a regular person, he will just talk and you will be like, okay, I don't understand. So why are you saying this? But he's actually giving you shitload of value that you can take back yeah but he's so so smart and he has seen it all and he does yeah. everything on his own way and uh, yeah he's always helpful and yeah let's uh, yeah he helped me a lot 
So, uh, yeah, big thanks uh, to him. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Walter, for taking part of this episode of Pouring Coffee. Yeah, thank you, actually. It was really honored to be in your show. So, uh, thank you so much. Absolutely. Yeah. And for the rest of you guys that are listening, we're going to get back next week with another episode. And uh, in the meantime, be sure to work hard, be good to people, and try not to get lost and killed. Ciao. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Porn and Coffee. Be sure to check out what's brewing with us every week.